0: High Noon with George Hook.
1: News Talk 106 to
0: 108. Well, of course, we've got podcasts for you on the News Talk app, not the least of which is Unprecedented, my weekly look at the White House in the company of Adrian Collins. Uh, Bill Hughes, a keen listener of Matters Podcast, joins me now with just I don't want Black Sabbath or you know, any of these guys. Have we got some real music this week to set my feet and
1: tapping? I'm going to use my pen as a wand. I'm going to wave it and I'm just going to say it. Your wish is granted. <laughs> Your wish is granted. And today the song is 84 years old.
0: Hey, hold on. What, what's that? 1933.
1: All right. The song was written. Yeah. Uh, the song became this particular hit in 1943, which is 74 years ago. Yeah. But the song was written by Harold Arlen and ah. Ted Kohler. And yeah. it's Stormy Weather. And it's Diversion by Lena Horne. I think is one of the most oh. sexy songs ever oh. recorded. <laughs> am I am I on the right track today, George? Oh, listen, oh good, good.
0: Bring your one day more often. <laughs> now, you know you're in my kind of league here, so okay. I'm I will hang on your every word. I won't interrupt once.
1: Oh well, that, that'll be a miracle. But Ted Kohler, who wrote the lyrics, he also wrote "Get Happy" and "Let's Fall in Love." Uh, He used to write for the Cotton Club, submitting songs to be performed by Duke Ellington. Cotton Club was a very famous club but with black performers on stage but with a white audience. Mm. Um, Harold Arlen, who wrote the music, perhaps Stormy Weather, while it's a very famous song, his most famous song is probably Somewhere Over the Rainbow, um, which he wrote. He wrote the songs for, for The Wizard of Oz. But he he kind of has a, a distinct uh, honour in that he wrote the two defining songs that bookended Judy Garland's musical persona. He wrote Somewhere Over the Rainbow uh, from Wizard of Oz and The Man That Got Away from Star Is Born. And, you know, she's the bright-eyed young girl on one side and she's the world-weary chanteuse on the other. Anyway, this song, Stormy Weather, performed by just one of the most extraordinary talents that has ever come out of America, Lena Horne, in my opinion. Yes,
0: but Mm -hmm. I'm not interrupting. Mm -hmm. I waited patiently Mm -hmm. uh, for a pause. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Badly treated because of her colour. I'll tell you the story because it's one of those, as I was putting this piece together, I'm just going, how come there hasn't been a movie made? Yeah, of her life, because her life is extraordinary. She was a very, very bright, very beautiful kid born in 1917. Uh, her mother and father fell out, fell on hard times. Things went wrong and she was taken out of school and forced to go in to the chorus in the Cotton Club when she was 16 years of age, completely against her will completely against like anything. She said, I cannot dance. I cannot sing. What are you doing this to me for? But it was that or the family were going to be destitute. And they needed the money she was going to make. So that's what happened. But when she was in the Cotton Club, within weeks, the lead singer at the time in the Cotton Club was Ethel Waters. And Ethel Waters and this song came in, Stormy Weather. Now, little did anybody know that 10 years later, Lena Horne was probably going to be the most famous black woman because she had cracked Hollywood Mm. and that she would then record the song. But when she was in there in the Cotton Club, Charlie Barnett and his orchestra, he took her under his wing and she said, I can't dance, I can't sing. And he said, fake it. You look so gorgeous, they won't notice. And he recommended her for Cafe Society. Now, Café Society was a very sharp uh, place where Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughan and them all used to perform. And she started to learn from the musicians and from the dancers. And they all taught her. They taught her how to dance and they taught her how to sing. And there was one funny time where somebody said to her, you need to sing like Billie Holiday. You need to sing the blues. And she said, I don't know how to sing the blues. Now, at that stage, she'd had two kids. And yes, and they said, honey, you got two kids and rent to pay. Sing the damn song. So then Teddy Wilson and his orchestra, they took her under his wing and uh, she began to thrive. And who spotted her in the chorus? Only Paul Robeson. And he became her mentor. And that's when her life sort of changed. Um, Black actors in Hollywood at the time needed someone to... Uh, break the colour line because they they were all offered menial parts as the help. They were all the mammy or they were all Uh, the gardener and that's all they were offered. And in fact, like,
0: that's typified by the fact that the first black Oscar went to Hattie McDaniels as the mammy. As, as, as a, uh, you're right, as a a maid Mm -hmm. in Gone With The Wind. Now, just, I I can't let you go away there because you just Mm -hmm. threw some fantastic names out like, Mm -hmm. right? Charlie Barnett mm. try listening on Spotify to Skyliner. Right? Sensational. I Sensational. know it's, it's a
1: wonderful piece. Yeah. But but the the act the, the black actors at the time could couldn't get couldn't get really started in Hollywood. So they needed someone to break the unions and they needed a strong figurehead. And Lena Horne became it because the unions also wouldn't allow any black behind the camera. And they wouldn't allow any black onto the sound stage. So Lena's presence, as she said, there was me and the shoe shine boy. We were the only blacks out there. And so so the next thing she got MGM signed her and they started to use her. But they tried to pass her off as Hispanic. Because she was Latin. Yeah,
0: because she was, in fact, we we keep talking about Lena Horne and black, and we use the Mm. word black. She wasn't very black, in fact. She was very light-skinned. So they were, therefore, they were always trying to pass her off, Mm. in, particularly in film, where, where she was in a movie, they were always trying to pass her off as somebody who wasn't
1: black. Yeah, but the problem with passing her off as Latin, it wasn't her doing. But all the black actors yeah. thought she had gone along with it. So they all turned against her. So the next thing she got the part in Stormy Weather, at the movie Stormy Weather, she got Cabin in the Sky and then she got Stormy Weather. And this is the song we're going to hear today. And once she had that song behind her, they began to realize she was a star. So they sent her out to entertain the troops. All right. When she walked out on her first night to entertain the troops, all the white soldiers were up front and the German prisoners of war were to the side and the black soldiers were at the back. Well, of course, so there
0: weren't very many black soldiers because black soldiers were viewed as like probably cowards, and they were primarily driving trucks and stuff. Oh, the, the great, the uh, great, uh, what uh, did they call it? The something ball, the Red Ball Express. I know you're about.
1: an expert on the war, but there were quite a few black soldiers towards the end of the war. Yeah. And towards and the end of so the war. So she would. She, that you know, that no, first think, time she got down off the stage, she took the microphone and she walked through all the white guys. And she went back and she sang to the black guys Ah, and she was thrown off the tour for causing trouble and for identifying things. Mm. So she was a fierce woman, like you wouldn't mess with Lena Horne.
0: But you have to see her really. I mean, we're going to play her, which is fantastic. But for people who want to uh, take this further, because Mm. your story is so fabulous, really. It's worth going on to YouTube, for instance, oh, and having a look at her and so on. It and really there are documentaries on yeah, her.
1: Yeah. And, and you have to see her. I had the incredible pleasure of seeing her live. Really? It, yeah. When she had withdrawn from the music industry, when she had withdrawn, things, everything went wrong. Her father who she had brought out to Hollywood to negotiate her deal with Louis B. Mayer. And Louis B. Mayer had never sat in a room with a black man before. And so there's Lena Horne and her dad representing her business interests. She became the first black signed to a long-term contract seven years. The father negotiated it right there with Louis B. Mayer. And he he insisted that she enter through the front door, that she use whatever toilet she felt like using. The father... Like, they really mapped it out and they they broke the rules, you know. And, and so, years later, she put all of this into a show called The Lady and Her Music in 1981 on Broadway. And she brought it on a European tour in 1984. It ran for a month in the West End. I got tickets. I went over. And... It it, uh, it just blew my head, you know, and I, but I still have yeah. the double album vinyl, which, according to eBay, is now worth a lot of money. All right, <laughs> uh, the
0: big problem here, to be honest, is, yeah. like, I became a pal of yours in my declining years. I mean, <laughs> if I was a pal of yours in the good old days, when you were swanning around Nashville and the West End and everything, I would have carried ha- ca- happily carried your bags. <laughs> I'd let you.
1: <laughs> I'd
0: let you. Mac, let's have a listen. We have to. Just before we go to Lena Horne. Mm. you also mentioned Cabin in the Sky, which yeah. was her first movie, which, again, I'm on memory here now, mm. not fact. Uh, I think that was black and white and I think there was a, a song in it, a song can't remember but it was about a train or something wasn't it? Well, oh. It was Zippity
1: Doodahs Zippity <laughs> <laughs> That was the song oh, and, uh, yeah, and yeah. a great, great song
0: Absolutely, but we want Lena Horn and Stormy Weather
2: This stays a wheel oh, rock chair will get me all I do is bring the Lord above, let me walk in the sun once more.
0: I, I, Lena Horne told me rather the purity of the voice is astonishing it's
1: this from a woman who said she couldn't sing yeah. <laughs> and then she she learned how to sing obviously that's a much later recording when she really got her her mojo and she started yeah. to jazz it up but it's just a magnificent song and it shows off the vocal cords I have to tell you that she knew she was a seductress she knew how beautiful she was but she used to get really annoyed when she was to sing to segregated audiences and she said you want to take me to bed but you won't let me walk in the front door. She said it herself from the stage. She used to get into huge yeah. trouble. I got a tweet about um, the
0: greatest d uh, single of all time, Some, mm. a group called the Five Sharps, who only lasted a short amount of time, mm. did Stormy Weather. Mm. And apparently it's phenomenal collector's item. Well, there you um, go. And then David slager says, you've got to listen to Lena Horn singing a newfangled
1: tango. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Can I tell you something else about her? Because I know we're going to run out of time. We're running out. I, I have loads we're running. of stories. Okay. She got to do TV specials with Frank Sinatra, with Judy Garland and with Perry Como. What happened on the Perry Como show broke the color code in TV because the other guest was Gary Cooper and Lena Horne came on and Gary Cooper stood up to greet her and he put his hand out. And he shook her hand. No interracial handshake had ever happened wow. before on television. It was the first. She was a ball breaker, a ground breaker.
0: But also, to, like you see, Coop was the great American at mm. that point, yeah. you know. Yeah. So like he was an iconic figure in Hollywood. Yeah. And so he knew that, what he was doing. He absolutely knew yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Look, all this is available on Spotify. You can stream it on George Hook's Essential Songs on Spotify. All Bill's choices are there, uh, going all the way back. They're absolutely fabulous. What I'm going to do now is uh, I'm going to go to Spotify and get all the Lena Horne stuff.
1: Yeah, because there's so much of it. But people should go to YouTube. They should look up. And they should try and get the soundtrack if in whatever form to the lady and her music because she sings The Lady's A Tramp, A Brand New Day, Honeysuckle Rose, Summertime and Someone to Watch Over Me. Incredible stuff.